Welcome to Finding the More Ministries, where our mission is to inspire everyone to experience the exceeding abundantly more that Jesus has promised. We trust that our podcast will not only challenge you, but encourage your spirit to go deeper into God's Word. And now for today's speaker. Thank you for joining me today as we close out Women of the Bible. In part three, we had an opportunity to look at three women, three women that faced challenges in their lives where God moved and he helped them through those times. Today, we're going to look at a woman who comes to us with great character, a woman that we're all inspired by her, her grace, her. This woman is Abigail. And we are introduced to her in 1 Samuel chapter 25. Abigail, whose name means whose father is joy, was a woman that lived knowing that her joy came from the Lord. And it was not everything in this world, which was a good thing. Abigail was born to godly parents who taught her well, taught her the scriptures, taught her to love God with all her heart soul and body. And she did. Abigail found herself arranged in marriage to a man named Nabal. Nabal was a wealthy man. It tells us that he had 3,000 sheep, 1,000 goats. Uh, But Nabal wasn't a nice guy. The word tells us even his name meant fool. Nabal was a wicked man, a wicked man with a drinking problem, which tells me that Nabal probably wasn't real good to Abigail. Abigail, though, took seriously her marriage vows. She was faithful, and she found a purpose in taking care of the estate. She was the woman of the house. She managed the servants. She most likely came to the aid of her husband. Due to his wickedness, she was a woman of grace, and the word tells us that she was just as beautiful as she was wise. She walked with the Lord. She had to, to be in a situation with a man of this character. She found contentment in where she found her life with Nabal. She was going to serve God through it. This was what she had been called to do, and she was going to do what was expected of her from God, and she did. We find in chapter 25 that David and 600 of his men outside Nabal's estate in the wooded area David at this time was not king. He was running from Saul. So in essence, he and his men were outlaws. And at this particular time, they had found themselves running low on food. During this time period, they were also communicating with the servants of Nabal out in the fields. He had all these sheep and David, as we know, was a shepherd. He knew that danger could come upon them not only from men, but from animals and things. And David and his men watched over them. And he thought with Nabal's wealth, Nabal should be hospitable and and provide them some food if they asked for it. David had some of his men go up to Carmel and, and talk to Nabal and ask for the food. And what do you think happened? Nabal, being this wicked man, flatly refused. Who was David? Big shock there. He had no respect for David. He could have cared less that David had a reputation for being a godly man and doing the right thing. So 
these men go back to tell David what they had found out from Nabal, and David is furious. David probably wasn't a man that people said no to a lot. I mean, especially people from his culture, you know, but I'm sure at that time there were supporters of Saul and supporters of David. Nabal <laughs> was not a supporter of David, and David had been very successful in taking over territories, winning in battles, and wiping out people, to be blunt. I mean, he fought for the Lord, and I'm sure this reputation was uh, very well known to all the people around, especially Nabal, and more importantly, Abigail knew this. So when Abigail returns back to the home, she, I'm not the Bible doesn't tell us where she's at, but when she gets back, she finds out what Nabal had done, that he had refused David. And Abigail, being the wise woman that she was, knew what fate was going to fall on her husband and their family, servants, and everyone included on the estate. Abigail wasted no time. She made an executive decision. She got food together. That's a lot of food for 600 people, 601 she got it together, and she herself went to meet up with David and his men. This is a brave woman talking about the culture. Hmm, how would she be received? Ooh, that had to be an interesting ride going to meet David and his army of men. But Abigail was on a mission, and she had God on her side as well as David having God on his side. So this godly woman... She reaches the point where David and his men were. She jumps down and she falls on her face before David. And she's very humble. She's very, uh, she's very much apologizing for her husband's acts and the lack of his hospitality and agreeing with David as far as uh, what he really thought about her husband. She understood that that's the kind of man he was. After all, his name meant fool and that's what he was acting like but she didn't go to David as a hysterical woman she was very well spoken she was very confident I think she probably I know she probably prayed to the Lord to give her strength to give her the words to speak to David to change his heart to change his mind it's hard to change a person's heart when they've got vengeance on their mind and he knew how to do it but we find that this woman, with all her grace, touched David. She awakened that godly side of David, and David accepted her food because he was going to avenge himself. He had been treated wrongly, and he was going to take care of it himself. I don't think David was praying to God about what he should do in the situation, but Abigail did. So David agrees, pretty much let them be. So Abigail goes home. Her husband's having this big feast, and he's uh, proceeding to get very drunk. So she doesn't tell him what she's done until the morning. And yes, I, I think it's very important that we see that Abigail was honest with Nabal. She didn't hide her actions from Nabal. This is a little scary for Abigail, I'm sure, because she most likely knew how he would react. It was not going to be a good reaction. He had made a decision, and she pretty much vetoed it and, and took action herself. But if it hadn't been for Abigail, Nabal probably wouldn't have awakened that morning. 
and we find that he had a stroke that day. The Bible says he was like stone, so he was pretty much unconscious. And 10 days later, God slays him. He dies. Wow. I have to say it because look how God moved in that situation. Here David wanted to take his fury out on Nabal and everyone in his household. That's not what the, the Lord wanted him to do. He didn't even ask the Lord what he wanted him to do. Abigail was used by God in such a way to protect David from himself because we know that the Lord loved David. And she was such a woman that David had probably never really experienced before. A woman that could carry herself with such confidence that she could display the wisdom of God in a way that he was touched by it. And he realized that she protected him from himself, that she awakened in him a reality that you're not God. I mean, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And he was all about taking it upon himself. So after Nabal dies, David hears what happened, that Nabal had passed. And David was taken with Abigail. David was a very handsome man. David loved women. We know that because of all the wives that David takes. And he sends his men to talk to Abigail to let her know he would like for her to become his wife. Abigail says, yes, I see this as a blessing of God. Here, Abigail had been living a life, a hard life, a life with a man that was not good to her. But she did what the Lord commanded her to do. The Lord had made a way for her to become the wife of the next king of Israel, the greatest king of Israel on earth at that time. Her life would be changed forever. And she agreed to go with him and become his wife before he was king. So she was probably on the run with him, I would imagine. And the word tells us that she brought wealth to David. She helped him during this time period before he became king. And when he did become king, she lived in luxury. The Lord truly blessed her. Is the model of a woman, a godly woman, that we should all look to to live our lives in that manner. The fact that she was able to tap into the joy of the Lord, regardless of her circumstances, speaks volumes to me. I'm sure it does to each one of you listening to this podcast. It does make a difference. It's an attitude. It's a choice in how we live. We can either be upset, choose to be unhappy, choose to moan, groan, and complain, or we can get up and, and make the best of it. What do they say? When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Abigail's a good example of that. Look what she accomplished. She maintained Nabal's estate. She kept peace. And then at the end, she kept him alive and all of her household. She was a remarkable lady. And for us, life is hard. I'm not going to lie to you. Life is hard. There's good times. There's bad times. Hopefully, there's more good times than bad times. But on this earth, we're going to have hard times. We're going to be persecuted when we walk with the Lord. And I'm thinking that it's probably going to be harder in the future than it is now. But we have a hope. We have a hope for an eternity with our God. That just like Abigail, her life ended here on earth. She was very 
appreciated. And I'm sure David used her wisely in his household. And she did have an eternity with the Lord as well when she died. And we know that one day we'll meet Abigail in heaven. And we know too that this is just a vapor. And one day we'll be able to see him face to face. We'll be able to live a life with no sorrow, no death, no tears, no sickness. I can't even imagine how that would be 24-7 for eternity. But it's the hope he gives us. And that's what we have to remember. We have a purpose here on earth, and that's to bring God glory. And one major way that we can do that is tap into our Father's joy. That changes everything. It's all in how we look at our lives, how we look at our situations, and who we serve. And I hope that you serve the Almighty God, the all-knowing, the one that's with us always, the one that wants good for us, the one that will help us through the good, the bad, the ugly. He's faithful, and he'll remain faithful. We saw that with Abigail. He was faithful to her. I hope you've enjoyed this Women of the Bible series. I've enjoyed talking to you about these women. I hope that you were able to walk away with a better understanding of them. I hope you read about them in the Bible. There's so many more women that I didn't get to, and we'll see what the future holds. I hope to uh, bring you a few more in the future years, but I know we've got some good things coming. We've got a study on Revelation that I'm really excited about. I hope you join us for that. It starts in September. Um, I want to say thank you for listening. This was not easy for me. It definitely took me out of my comfort zone, but I enjoyed bringing glory to the Lord and, and sharing my heart with you. Until then, God bless. The Finding the More family would like to thank you for connecting with us today. You can find us at www.findingthemore.org or any of our social media platforms at Finding the More. Our prayer is that you experience the more in Jesus.